You're listening to KCOU Columbia, 88.1 FM. KCOU 88.1 FM. We thank you so much for tuning in for an hour of sports talk. My name is Peter Camp alongside my co-host, Mr. Jack Knowlton. Jack! What's up? Hey, Peter. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. How are you? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. A busy day. Wednesday. A Wednesday, nonetheless. But it should be a fun day. And it's a crazy day because it's a day before NBA free agency starts. And players are opting in, opting out, getting traded. Stuff's going down. In the NBA, and yeah, we're here to 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 tell you what to think. No, you to tell you what to think about. Yes, to tell you what there is to think about. Exactly, what there is to ponder upon when yes. you lay your head on in, your pillow. At in night. terms of the NBA, not other things. No, anything no. besides the NBA, we yeah. don't condone you think about. No, uh, from us. Yeah, our, our advice is not uh, legal advice. Yeah, we do not <laughs> condone uh, such a thing. I don't have the bar card yet. Yes. Yeah. Y- Peter hasn't. Uh, he hasn't pulled a. Um, what's that movie? Oh, uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, great movie. Fantastic great movie. Great Leo movie. Yeah. Um, Catch Me If You Can. Be- you haven't cheated on the bar. He didn't cheat the bar. Yes, he did. Well, no, he didn't. He never went to law school, but he didn't cheat the that's bar. That's right. He fudged his way into the bar. Yes. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, NBA. Yeah. So NBA, uh, free agency happened or well, is going to happen tomorrow but what happened last week that I don't think we were able to talk about was uh the NBA draft yes that went down oh my gosh. and the winners and the losers from that NBA draft what were your initial thoughts of the draft um well first of all I was kind of proud cuz I got uh, quite a few picks right there you go uh the 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 ball knowing was 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 off the was charts yeah. it was off the charts um but yeah so NBA draft. There's some interesting picks. Uh, Woj trolled us first and foremost. That was something. Woj troll. Um, and you know, kind of made everyone think Jabari Smith was going to go number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then decided to cheat the system, and it ended up being. Well, he wanted to make money at yeah, the casino. He, he, yeah, he was. He was. He was tweaking the gambling rings for sure. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't. I was. I would have been very upset if I was a, a betting individual, which. Uh, I was not for the NBA draft. But, yeah, he switched the odds, and all of a sudden at the last minute he was like, oh, actually, the Magic are going to draft Bancaro. They, of course, did. Uh, Paolo Bancaro went number one to the Magic. The top three guys who we thought were going to go off the board first did, uh, that being Bancaro, uh, Chet Holmgren at number two, and then uh, Jabari Smith, uh, noted Mizzou, uh, got clamped by guy. (coughs) Choked. Yeah, choke job artist Jabari Smith uh, went third to the Rockets. Um, my ana- I have an analysis to make about five players in this NBA draft. Yeah. Uh, there were five Duke players drafted, four in the first round, one in the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I'm going to say is each of them get the same scouting report. Um, they couldn't win in Coach K's last regular season game, mm. and they couldn't win against Coach K in the or they couldn't win for Coach K against North Carolina in the final four. Mm-hmm. Don't great players usually uh, show up in big moments? Woo! 
Choke Call them artists. Out. They're all bad. Call them They're out. They're all due for a bust. Call them out. Bancaro, Mark Williams, as much as I love Mark Williams, you know full well, Peter. Um, or at least some people do. Yeah, the last dance it, was had some stumbles, had some falls, didn't stick the landing. Let's just say they are not going to Hollywood. Maybe don't make it about yourself, Coach K. Mm. And then I won't uh and then I won't say We really things. going after Coach K here. Ah, in well, the first five minutes of the show. He is uh deceased in basketball terms, so he I is guess, I, I don't know. He is no longer with us in basketball. Yes. Coach K is dead. <laughs> can't say that. In basketball. You can't say that. <laughs> In basketball, no, that's not that's not fair. Coach K is fine. One team, I think he's going to come back probably. Absolutely ran away with probably one of the best drafts is probably the Pistons. Pistons drafted really well. I think they got one of the best guards in Jaden Ivey, and they had one of the best centers in in Duran, right? Yep, Jalen Duran. Um, my big question is Ben Math is is Benedict Mathurin better than LeBron James? Coming up on Undisputed. <laughs> <laughs> that was out of nowhere because you went from talking to the Pistons who didn't draft Benedict Mathurin. That's always how they go, though. Yeah. It's like, uh, will Kendall Brown uh, be the next LeBron? It's like, yeah, Paolo Bancaro was drafted first overall to the Magic. Do you know um, who wasn't drafted first overall to the Magic? LeBron. LeBron. Coming pa- up Paolo on Bancaro better. How, uh, how does... Uh, the stock market dropping affects affect LeBron's legacy. Yeah, I don't know. Coming up on first take. I don't know. Would the crash market ha- or would the market have crashed in 08 if LeBron <laughs> had in fact gone to the Wizards? <laughs> Going Next up. on undisputed. Um, no, that yeah. The Pistons made a trade with the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks. I don't know what they're doing. Just it's Jalen Brunson time. Yeah, Jalen Brunson season in, apparently. Which in the Garden. We can dive into that in as, the Big uh, Apple. As, as it goes on, um, or as we go on, like for agency stuff. But yeah, the Knicks um, don't know what they're doing. Um, I mean, but the Pistons, the Pistons capitalized on it. Yeah, uh, Jaden, Jaden. Oh, wait, sorry, Jalen Duran, Jaden Hart. Wait, Jaden Ivy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hello, Jalen. Welcome Ivey. to Wednesday, Jeepers. Um, Jaden Ivy and Jalen Duran are both very good picks. Mm-hmm. I think. Ivy and uh, Cade Cunningham will be great in the backcourt together. Now they have a big man they can go to um, in the front court as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they won the draft. Um, Knicks definitely lost it. I don't know why they, they traded three protected first-round picks. Uh, could have drafted a guy like Usman Jiang, who the Thunder picked. Um, could have taken another guard if they wanted to at 12, but they traded that pick, which was odd. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about um, was the the lack of Nikola Jovic on the Nuggets. And <laughs> the lack of it? The lack of it. And um, I think Christian Braun was probably a, a safe pick, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I think people wanted to see Nikola Jovic on the Nuggets so we could have the Jokic-Jovic combo that, that people wanted. No, but... Um, yeah, I think a team that also drafted really well were uh, the the Thunder. I mean, drafting a guy like Chet Holmgren, who's got a lot of upside, and then drafting two guys both named uh, Jalen Williams. Oh, yes. I think is yes. interesting. That was an underrated storyline. They did they did go with both of the Jalen Williams. Both Jalen Williams. Um, the Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara I loved. He was not someone who was, honestly, he wasn't on my radar. 
Um, of course, played against his now teammate Chet Holmgren in the West West Coast Conference. The West Coast Conference was crazy last it year. It was. It was. And Jalen Williams is awesome. Really good scoring guard. Um, he's going to give the, the Thunder some options there um, off the bench. They obviously got a Trey Mann from Florida last year, who I think they like. Or was it two years ago? Trey, Man, Trey Mann's a recent, a recent acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jalen Williams from Arkansas didn't have uh, – people maybe could have argued he could have come back and would have been a part of a really good must-bust this year, mm-hmm. as sad as that may sound. Um, but opted to go to the draft, and he finds himself on the Thunder, which I think – is a good spot for him. He's going to develop. He's someone who could he could have some high upside too, um, and I'd be I'd be curious to see what what he does. Um, let's see other things. Oh, one of my best takes of all time in my mock draft. I did indeed have Pat Baldwin going to the Warriors at twenty nine. Warriors. Most most people did not have that. I think that's a great pick. Uh, you can stash him in the G League. Really let him develop. He still needs to rehabilitate his uh, ankle. He's had ankle problems since he was in high school. Um, I think that was a good pickup. My is other that, is that what you think he dropped so far? Because he was wasn't he a five star? So he was a five star recruit. He dropped uh, far for a lot of reasons. He was terrible in college. Uh, mm. In the limited action he did play, he shot like twenty nine percent from three. And his whole game is he's a six nine small forward that can shoot the lights out, mm. which can still ring true. The thing the thing that he has on his side is time. His body shouldn't be failing him at 20 years old. So you think he'll recover from his injuries. And then I think it's about getting in a professional locker room. Yes, it was cool that he got to play with his dad at UW-Milwaukee. And it was awesome for me to see a, you know, a player of that caliber stay home and, and, and do something like that. Um, but I think now that he's in a professional environment, he's playing with guys like Andrew Wiggins, even someone like Iguodala who can kind of show him the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think Pat Baldwin can be can be something pretty he, he can turn into something i i my bold prediction for him is that eventually he takes over that uh backup three role that i iguodala occupies when he leaves mm-hmm. um and then maybe takes over for wiggins if they trade him long term but yeah you know we'll have to see so wrapping up a little bit of draft talk before we go into free agency talk and there's there's a lot of free agency talk uh biggest winner biggest loser of the draft go as a team? As a team. Or as a player. I could do both, too, if you sure. want a player, sure. too. Um, okay, team, winner. Let me think for a second. I think I have mine. I think if you're a team, especially like that, building for the future, I think you kind of have to go with, uh, I think probably the Pistons, like I said earlier, just because. Yeah. They're not going to be great this year. They're probably going to be back in the lottery, if not in the play-in tournament. But in a couple years, when this team's developed, it's going to be a team that's got big men down low, that has you know, guys like Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey running, running the, the backcourt. So I think in terms of building your team, I think the Pistons did that well, and I think the biggest loser is obviously the Knicks missing out on some big players in order to get a Jalen Brunson to start their team, which is... It's a choice that they're making. It's a choice that they're making, but um, it's definitely a choice. Yeah. Um, just to be different, I'll go uh, winner as a player. I think I will go for. I'm gonna go for Usman Jiang as my winner. I think go, mm. getting drafted at 12 to the Thunder. I think that's a perfect team for him. He's a super high upside guy. Who I think you he, mean 11? Sorry, 11. Yeah. Um, 
he is he's a really high upside guy i think he has the potential to really boom and and that's the right place to be for a guy like that Mm -hmm. uh loser as a player i'll go ty ty washington um never could stay healthy in college slipped all the way to like 30 or 31 um Uh, he went 29 to houston houston um it's not a bad place again for him to be because they're they're just trying to figure out who works right now. Um, but now you're going to be fighting with Jalen Green in the backcourt. And I think he was a guy who like was getting top ten looks, you know, earlier in college. Team wise, winner, yeah, Pistons is a good one. Let me think. I kind of like the way the Spurs drafted, although now the Spurs to me feel like losers given what they did in free agents or in with the trade. Mm-hmm. So I'll go. This, I guess I'll go the Spurs as a winner. Um, Loser. Hmm. Sorry. Other than the Knicks, I'll say. Go ahead. I don't know. I I, I guess the Knicks. <laughs> I guess just the Knicks. Yeah. The Knicks. I'll, I'll I'll piggyback. Just the big. It's too easy. Yeah. It's too easy, but I'll go with them. All right. Well. That was a little bit of draft recap. We'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk NBA free agency. We'll talk about some other sports, and we'll talk about, of course, the penalty box. So don't go anywhere. KCOU Sports. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Now that I've gotten on the internet, I'd rather be on my computer than doing just about anything. It's really cool. The internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Changed our lives. Change your life. Change the way you do the internet. Go like KCOU on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at KCOU and on Instagram at KCOU881. Stay up to date on the latest online content, events, giveaways, and more. You may be right. I think we're being followed now. Don't look. Just play cool. So what are you waiting for, young keyboard warrior? The wonderful world of KCOU is just one click away. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, yeah, you listening right now to KCLU 8.1 FM. Here, check out this sneak peek of what to expect on Cup of Bro. So if you had to give it like a flavor profile, would you call it like a Tahiti sunrise or more like a San Francisco fog? Um, I would say it's almost like a San Francisco dusk. It's not just flavors. We got sports, too. From Wisconsin, Tyler Hero, <laughs> uh, the man, the myth, the legend. So join us Fridays at 11 a.m. Nobody pray for me. It's been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Welcome into the penalty box here on KCOU 88.1 FM. We thank you so much for tuning in. Just got done with a little bit of NBA draft talk. Now talk a little bit of NBA free agency talk. Me talking. That's Peter Camp. That guy's sitting across from me. You don't see him, but I do. That's Jack Knowlton. Hello. And we're going to be talking a little bit 
free agency talk and the newest free agency moves that have just been made within the last day or so. Probably the big one and the one I want to dive into first is DeJounte Murray heading to the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks trading Danilo Gallinari and multiple first round picks to San Antonio for DeJounte Murray. Um, but yeah. So I guess my big question is what's what's Popovich cooking right now? Um, what, I mean, what's he planning? What's what's Popovich cooking? What's Popovich cooking? I'm not so sure because I don't really know. You why don't want what he's cooking. I, I do. I not really. I mean, I don't know why they didn't keep Dejounte Murray. Yeah. Um. I mean, you're looking at a team that's rebuilding. They took a, a big gamble on a guy like Josh Primo last year, who's really young, uh, to try and develop a two guard. Um. You had Dejounte Murray have a real breakout year somewhere where. You know, he did make an all-star, right? He, he went yes, he was an all-star. Yeah. So you have someone who just burst out as an all-star guard, um, and now you trade that away to a team that's now getting way stronger in the Hawks. Um, for Gallinari, who is good, I mean, he'll start at the, the three, but even at the three, you have a guy like Devin Vassell, who is younger and, 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 and a nice two-way player there. Um, they have Keldon Johnson, who they're now going to try and build around, I guess. Um they drafted Malachi Branham, Jeremy Sohan in the draft, which I liked. Um, I just don't. I don't know. It's a head. It's still a head scratcher to me. Mm. I mean, I guess they're they got the the 2023 first round pick from the Hawks, which you don't you would think isn't going to be too great, considering you know now the Hawks, especially with Dejounte Murray, are going to be even better. They were a playoff team last year. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals a year before that. Yeah. Um, and all their guys are pretty locked up unless they do look to to ship John Collins. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird one. It's a weird one for me. It's a head scratcher. I think absolute win for the Hawks. Trey Young wanted a backcourt partner. He's got one. Um, and you didn't lose John Collins to do it. So, yeah, head scratcher. I think, you know, I, would, I think I'm fine with the Spurs trading DeJounte Murray, but I think it would have to be a deal that would wow me. It'd have to be a deal that was so insanely over the top that I couldn't say no. Because at the end of the day, DeJounte Murray's good, but only time will tell if he's going to be like an all, a multi-time all-star franchise caliber player. And I think he's tradable at the right play, at the right price. And I think it has to be a deal that absolutely wows me off the table. And I don't think that this deal does. Just because it takes a team that's finally putting something together finally has an all-star caliber player after years of rebuilding and have thrown him to Atlanta to just rebuild again. And you do have a lot of young players that you're still developing and you still don't know whether you found the diamond in the rough. But I just think that it's not the trade to make. I'm fine with, with trading him, but I don't think this was the deal that should have gone through. I think they should have asked for maybe a lot more. And maybe the Hawks say no. When worst comes to worst, you're stuck with DeJounte Murray for another year. But I think they just kind of took what they got. And I don't think they really thought about turning this rebuilding team into a rebuilding team with the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure what they were doing. I mean, it just... It's a head scratcher for me. It's I, I can't I can't stress I mean, it enough. Was it like a just, personnel problem with Murray that they just disagreed with? I mean, that's kind of the only reason why I would think they would do this. But I don't know much information to make that kind of accusation. But 
yeah, I we'll see what happens, but I I don't know. I don't know, Pop. Yeah, I mean, the Spurs were going to have to pay DeJounte Murray at one point, but you think they wouldn't mind doing that if they're having they a have star so many player young guys coming through. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's odd. I I I also I'm reading a guy's tweet who said he'd love to see the he love would have loved to see the final the other final offers for Dejounte Murray. I'm with I'm in that camp. Mm-hmm. I would have also liked to see that. I don't know whether there was a better deal out there, but it certainly seems like there could have been. Yeah, I scratcher. I would have loved to see the options on the table. And honestly, out of all those options, I probably just would have opted to keep Dejounte Murray. If you're looking at the Hawks, though, I mean, what do you what do you think of them now with with Dejounte? Obviously, they went to the ECF two seasons ago. Last year had some injury issues. Were not the team of of 2021. Yeah, um, lost to the Heat. They were the eight seed. I think it's a team that needed to make a little bit of a splash, just because after a year of disappointment, they needed to bring someone in to kind of rejuvenate this squad, especially with talks of John Collins possibly leaving and you know, possibly seeing other core pieces go and all of that. But I think to kind of rejuvenate this Hawk squad and maybe bring Trey Young back to, to ice tray mode uh, like he was two years ago when he went to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think this was the move to kind of do it. And sure, you had to sacrifice a little bit of future for it. I don't know how many first-round picks exactly that the Spurs got, but I think the Hawks are kind of in a win-now mode now that they have Trey Young as – you know, their veteran look to franchise guy. And so I think it's a, a a great move for the Hawks, a move that was needed, but it'll be interesting to see how they fill out the rest of the squad because as much as this two-headed beast could be dangerous, I'd like to see how they fill out the core. Now with Gallinari gone, Collins probably gone, and um, what that means in terms of rebuilding. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I, I didn't think... I, I thought Trey Young's like creative ability might be best suited to like have his second co-star be like a a pick and roll like big man Mm -hmm. but no now he's got a guy to work with in the backcourt um and yeah it's gonna be interesting that's definitely gonna be a duo people are gonna have their eyes on yeah yeah speaking of weird um (laughs) the knicks um entire offseason plan was probably written down on a nice piece of paper and then they tore it up and just wrote jalen brunson on the whiteboard because they didn't draft anybody. They traded out of all their draft picks. Uh, they traded Nerlens Noel yesterday or a couple days ago, I believe. So yep, they, Him and Alec Burks. Him and Alec Burks are now gone. And now it's all full steam ahead on overpaying Jalen Brunson. Why? I'd love to know, too. Yeah, I mean, they don't have consistent depth at point guard. Emmanuel Quickly is their starter right now. Who, like, yes... He's young and he has time to develop, but you, you they do want to bring in a point guard. Um, they were linked with Kyrie for a while until he is now re-signed with the Nets. Um, you know, they're overpaying Evan Fournier at the two, and yeah, they're looking to bring in Jalen Brunson, a guy who all season we've known he's going to probably get this payday because of how well he's played. Also, kind of just an insane thing that Jalen Brunson has made like $3 million in his NBA career and is as good as he is. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's a real risk. I mean, he's 25 years old, so you know, entering, starting to enter the prime of his career, has not been an All Star yet. Kind of just broke out this year, and now it seems like you're gambling almost everything for him. If you're the Knicks, um, from the actions they're taking, it didn't even seem clear that he was going to leave either. Either is the is the wild 
um, the wild thing about it. Um, but yeah, they traded, what was it, Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks to Detroit. So Detroit adding more depth and taking even more advantage of the Knicks. Um, so yeah, it looks like, at least this article is saying they can make an offer for $110 million, uh to free agent guard Jalen Brunson. He would get paid. I think that would that would put him at what? If that's four years, one hundred ten million. Let's do some math. One t six. Might be one hundred four. Twenty seven fifty four. Oh yeah, my calculator. One hundred eight. So it'd be twenty seven point five. Yep, twenty seven point five million a year. Ah! Good math. Good math. Good math. Well done. Good mathing. Um, yeah, I that's. It's 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 tough because he is a guy that and like the Warriors are going to run into this problem with like Jordan Poole um, and there's a couple guys like this. But Brunson does deserve to obviously get paid a significant amount more than what he's making. Yeah. This significant, though, twenty seven point five million worth. I don't know. I, I don't think so. It's it's tricky. Second round pick. Average sixteen and five last year, which is great. It's helped the Mavericks help the Mavericks get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, average twenty one and he a half. He was the second All Star on that team. Basically, yeah. he was great. But yeah, the Knicks, especially as the Knicks, like you think they would do this for a guy like Kyrie and not Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. But whoever, someone in that organization is saying this is the guy that can save our franchise, and they have other pieces. I mean, Barrett Randall. They're gonna have to pay R.J. Barrett soon. Um, but it's weird. Their depth's not really there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it, again, just a tough time to be a Knicks fan. Yeah. Speaking of weird, uh, the <laughs> Portland Trailblazers are a team that are piquing my interest because yeah. they're in a very, very peculiar situation in which probably nine situations out of ten they probably should tank right now and rebuild with what they have. But the problem is, is that they have a superstar point guard in Damian Lillard that. Wants to not run from the hustle. Not from the Doesn't grind. want to run from the grind. He's got that dog in him. He has that dog in him. Uh, and he's staying in Portland. And so now Portland has to kind of scramble and get him a second all-star. And they do? No. They they <laughs> no. acquired Jeremy Grant on June 22nd in exchange for a protected 2025 first-round pick and additional draft assets. To the Pistons, so the Pistons are really just Pistons are doing so. They're well. doing they're doing work this yeah. off season, but Victor Webanyema and Jalen Jaden Hardy or Jalen Hardy and and Ivy and Kate Cunningham championship in three years. Yeah, be awesome. Sheesh. But yeah, I don't hate Jeremy Grant going to the Portland Trailblazers, but it just doesn't seem like what they need right now. He doesn't seem like that solidified second two-star, kind of like Jalen Brunson, although it's a little bit of a different situation. How do you think about this trade and putting that second second star in Jeremy Grant to Portland? I mean, I this trade, after this trade happened, they there was no suggestion that they were by any means done with making moves. Yeah, um, I think this is a fine acquisition. Like you said, it's not it's not a second star. Jeremy Grant is not a second star. Um, I don't think on a on a championship level team. No, he is solid. He's a good player. Um, I think it's a gr- I think it's a great addition. I think Portland moved in the wrong direction when they shipped off Rocco and Norman Powell last year. Um, if they really knew they were gonna, and I think they did that with the impression that Damian Lillard was going to follow out the door. Um, but clearly they didn't do their homework because Damian Lillard has that dog in him. Got that dog in him. Um, 
They drafted Shaden Sharp, who could be a huge boom or bust guy um, in the draft. He could really emerge and take that number two spot. Anthony Simons had kind of a breakout year last year. He's been solid. They have okay pieces, for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just they're in such a tough, tough spot because there is not moves to be made right now. I mean, you look at some of this free agent pool, like Bradley Beal could be out there, but you're not going to bring in Bradley Beal to play with Damian Lillard. That doesn't work. I'm trying to think of other names, honestly. I mean, they have Bobby Portis now, out there now, maybe... They just they're they're stuck. I don't think they can really make a super big trade because they don't quite have the assets to do it unless they trade, you know, Simon's Hart, Josh Hart, that's two starters. Maybe they flip Justice Winslow or even Nurkic. But you know, you're you're gonna be if you're making a significant upgrade in one area, you're gonna downgrade in a bunch of others. And I don't necessarily think even getting that one second superstar will make this team good enough to win a championship. It just doesn't they don't have the pieces around right now. Do you know how much they have in cap space right now? I don't. I should. We're doing research. This research is brought to you by... <clears throat> All right. Um... <laughs> Hold on. So many numbers. 20 million? 21 million? In cap space? No, that's not right. That's incoming cap. Oh, more math. This is tough. Injury tags. Uh, cap. No. They don't have a... <laughs> Pete, that Pete's like an accountant right, right now. I'm, He's looking, doing, I'm crunching the numbers. He's doing full number crunching. This oh, is 10 unreal. million. 10 million in cap space. 10 million in cap space. So... I mean, you could throw that at somebody for one season, but that's not going to get you anything special. I don't know what they're doing. Like, it, it is, it's another head scratcher. They're just going to. I think this one makes more sense than what the Knicks are doing just because they're doing what they can with the pieces that they have. Yeah. They're trying to put young guys in and hoping that they could, they can mesh with Damian Lillard. And I think this is a move that attempts to be like, hey, we're trying to win while you're here. We're not just tanking, and then you're also here. We're trying to be competitive, but I also think it's not the player they needed, not the splash they needed to make. Yeah, they. I mean, they have to go for some. They have to go for some home run. I just don't know what's out there right now. DeAndre Ayton, maybe. Well, Katie's gonna resign. be there in about a year. So. Oh yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> Katie, Katie to the Bulls. Katie to the no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, because he's buddies with Zach Levine. Remember. KD is. Remember when they were buddies during the Olympics? Were they? Oh yeah. Oh, I did go not, back and I watch. Know that. Watch the tape. Watch the tape. Watch the That's tape. That's something Bulls fans would just uncover. <laughs> watch the tape, man. What other things we got? Uh, uh, NBA free agency is boring because Kyrie and Westbrook opted in and didn't. Yeah, make it fun. lame. That's so lame. Boo. I wanted a saga. When, that was funny though to find out that the Lakers were the only team interested in signing Kyrie. That was funny. And he was like, I don't want to be LeBron's like, sheep again. Yeah. Which, fair enough, I guess. That would have been fun to see, though. Imagine, um, imagine they do that and kept Westbrook. I don't know how the money would work. Oh. Probably wouldn't. But Westbrook, Kyrie, LeBron, AD, JaVale and McGee. JaVale. No, JaVale's... JaVale, yeah. It would be Dwight Howard. 
Oh my gosh. Dwight Howard at the five. You could never run a two guard lineup of Kyrie <laughs> and Russell Westbrook. That would not work. It would at work. All. It would work. Oh, that would be horrible. Uh, we had opt ins and opt outs. John Wall opted back in uh, so that Houston can buy him out and he has to get paid $40 million a year for just doing nothing. Is it John nothing. Wall a Clipper? Is he a Clipper now? I think he's a Clipper. What? When did I miss that? I when did he, I miss that? I think he got bought out and then 10 minutes later announced that he was going to be a, a Clipper. He's a free. Oh, set to join the LA Clippers. Yeah, yesterday, after reaching a buyout with Houston, so Houston did buy him out, and he's going to join the Clippers. Okay, so he's not there. He's not there yet. He's not there he's yet. He's probably about to be though. He's going to be there about tomorrow. That. I did not miss. I did not see that. I, I saw. I saw that he was going to sign with the Clippers, and I was like, "When did he get bought out?" And then I saw, and he got bought out like oh, ten minutes before yes. that. Wait, I had. And I was seen like, that. "Do you want to think about it?" Yes, do I want to think about that, John Wall, or do I, we just? want to go into it i did see that as like a, as a move yes i i remember this now from yesterday yeah because it's gonna be what wall let me look at their depth chart it's gonna be like wall green um uh, uh sangoon's probably gonna start at center now that christian wood is gone oh you're talking the rockets i thought we were talking rockets i was talking the clippers with john wall oh well they're, they're probably, they're probably be gonna be it's gonna be john wall paul george Kawhi, Kawhi roko and, and zubach who also just got paid Yep. Um, wow. And then they'll have Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, Hart and Stunt. Wow. And that's, possibly, a, that's a good team. Luke Kennard. Yeah. Well, isn't Luke Kennard a free agent now that I think about it? He might be. He might be. You might be right. Oh, well. Still. I mean, that's a good team. That's a dangerous team. We'll see what happens. We'll see if they can beat LeBron and the Lakers coming up on first day. No. Yeah. Uh, moves that looked interesting at first, but then are not going to be. Are Harden, Harden and uh, like we talked about earlier, Bradley Beal opting out, uh, but they're just gonna get their deals restructured and then go back to their their teams that they're on now. Harden definitely is. Bradley Beal is a saga that that could uh, get a little drawn out. I no. mean, the the Wizards drafted a guy that who plays Bradley Beal's position um, in Johnny Davis, so it, it's interesting if maybe they did that with the idea that that they leaving. they don't see they don't foresee Bradley Beal uh, resigning. Harden definitely is going to come back to the 76ers. I would be shocked if he didn't. The <laughs> I don't know all the financials of it, but the way he left basically gives them more room to to work with to sign somebody else um, to try and add depth to their roster. So they gave so, him less money then? I think so. I don't remember. He's rene- He's just renegotiating. He's going to come back. Price like um, negotiator. Um, but yeah, that happened, and uh, Lou Dort got the 19 option. Yeah, bye Lou Dort. Sorry. It's tough. It's tough. The, it's Chet Holmgren's tire the turn door, now. The torture chamber has, has Is this moved on. the torture chamber? I thought so. <laughs> because he, he puts the clamps on him. Lou Dort is a good... I mean, he... Someone, someone should look at him. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo is a free agent. Bobby Portis also declined his player option. He's going to be a bull. No, he's not. And then we're gonna, and then the Bulls are going to sign back Miritich, and they're going to force to make Fight. up... No, they're gonna make up. No, they're gonna be buddies. I've seen the Heat want Bobby Portis. That would make me so sad if they took if they took PJ Tucker <laughs> they and took Bobby PJ Portis <laughs> and Bobby Portis. Those are the two Heat culture players that were on the Bucks, and then they're both gone. Mm-hmm. So that would be super lame. Uh, oh, what else we have? Uh, we got Ochimezi Metu. Ochimezi Metu. Don't don't forget. That's cool. Oh, KCP and Ish Smith got traded. That's right. That was to the, the Nuggets one. for Will Barton and. Monte Morris. Monte Morris. That's good for the Nuggets. KCP's good. Cool. That's good for the Nuggets. Don't overlook that trade. It's so cool, man. The Nuggets, the Nuggets fully healthy could win a championship. That's sick. 
That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, dude, Tony Bradley is gonna be back next year. That's so cool. <laughs> Don't sleep on K- KCP. is gonna start. So cool, man. For the Nuggets, Jamal Murray and KCP backcourt. Yeah, it's just not as exciting. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not anyone super known. KCP. KCP. It'll be Jokic yelling at him though. Oh yeah. Instead of LeBron. When's J.R. Smith coming back? <laughs> <laughs> J.R. Smith. He'll come back. He'll come back and play for the Lakers, and they'll win the title. There has, you go. Has he ever won a title? What was the, was that a stat where, or was it just in Cleveland where he never won a title without J.R. Smith? LeBron. Yeah. Well, there's only been like one title. I guess that's a good point. And it's been J.R. In Cleveland. J.R. Smith was on the team. LeBron won his last hey, two chips with so, J.R. Smith. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he was on the Lakers too. He was on the Lakers. But he wasn't the, on the Heat in the bubble. No. That'd be funny if he was though. That would be pretty funny. He was in the stands when they won. There you go. LeBron can't win without Jr. As much as you lost to North Carolina in your last regular season game. No, I'm just kidding. Oof. I won't. I won't give that spiel again. It's tough. Shall we kick you to a break? Sure. Let's kick. I, you to I don't. A- I don't know if I. Yeah. I don't know if I have any other transactions. I'm opting into my player option. Oh. Uh, where to, are you going? To re-sign with the Toasters Basketball Club for one more year. There you go. Uh, I got offered the super max with the Lakers, but I turned it down because I want to play for winning basketball. There you go. So winning basketball on the Toasters. A sentence that has never been said. When we come back, we'll have maybe some little puck talk and maybe some penalty box Mount time. Rushmore. A lot of hockey. Oh, and our Mount Rushmore. Happy 4th of July, because we're not going to be here for 4th of July. We'll be here after 4th of July. But we'll have our Mount Rushmore of players that embody the 4th of July. Don't miss it. Don't go anywhere. Penalty Box, KCOU Sports. The Unwritten Rule is your home for friendly and mature conversations across the wide world of sports. Join Kenny Van Doren. You know what? No, 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 no. Stop. (laughs) Oh, God. Peyton Haverman. When it all oh, does it matter? You haven't even been to an AFC Championship game. At That's least the Bears have been Jones. to a Super Bowl. And myself, Jack Nolan, as we calmly discuss news and highlights with some lighthearted banter. Fridays at three on KCOU. If you love them enough to sit through their favorite boy band with them, <laughs> then surely you'll check nhtsa.gov/the-right-seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. My name's Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up. Ranger Station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Welcome back into the Pally Box here on KCOU 88.1 FM. We thank you so much for tuning in on this beautiful Wednesday night. 
in sports. Talk a little bit of puck now as we say goodbye to another NHL season, but not hello to a three-peat for the Tampa Bay Lightning because the Colorado Avalanche, for the first time since 2001, I was born that year, you know, 2001. Uh, Avs. Avs. A-V. A's up. The v. Avs have won the Stanley Cup. Let it snow. Let it let it snow. Let it snow. Uh, yeah, Avs win it in six. Barely get it done. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, one goal, one assist. I believe he also won... Uh, did he win Conn Smythe? I don't know. I believe he won Conn Smythe. But, yeah, Colorado Avalanche... They get it done. Believe Land. Wait, no. <laughs> Believe Lanch. Believe Lanch. That's it. What this? I mean, this was I, like you said. It, it wasn't a what a three peat or a, re, a reap? Just a repeat. It was for not lightning. a three peat. Three peat for the lightning. They, lightning were going for the three peat. I mean, Colorado. They stormed through the playoffs. Yeah, for real. I mean, what they swept Edmonton and to get here, and mm. now they they come through and and beat the Lightning. Yeah, this is a, a very very good team that saw even the the players that they signed that weren't supposed to really step up the way that they did uh really did including uh Nazem Kadri who played fantastic during the playoffs uh JD Compter also played really well Cogliano also played fantastic uh but I think the two is Kale McCarr and um probably Nate McKinnon or yeah McKinnon are probably the, the two Big names. Do that... we have a new Mick Jesus? No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Mick. I Mick... probably just made every hockey fan super mad. Yeah, Mick God. Is... Mick God. <laughs> <laughs> Mick God is is just chilling in Edmonton. Probably, probably will leave, but who knows? That will time will only tell. But yeah, the Colorado Avalanche get it done, which is shocking because I didn't think they would at all. I thought they would get. I thought they'd crumble. But um, you thought the avalanche would crumble. Would no, crumble. I, thought, I, I was gonna try to make a pun there, but I I, I couldn't. Yeah, I was hyped. I picked them to win mm-hmm. on this show, I believe. So I'm right. I know more puck than Peter does. <laughs> yeah, stuff owned. Boom. Dang. Dang. Boom. But uh, yeah. Who's your favorite to win next year? Oh, uh, I mean, I know the Avs opened as betting favorites, but that's too easy. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Stan Kroenke winning two titles? Oh, yeah. He could go for a, a, a trifecta if uh, Arsenal win the Premier League next year. That's true. So, or if the Nuggets win. Or if the Nuggets win the title, which, with, which the, the latter could very well happen. Yeah. So It's a good team. I don't love Jamal that. I definitely, I definitely do not love that. Um, you know, favorite? Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna look. Mm-hmm. You know, take a gander. I am taking a gander. I'm looking at that Pacific Division in the West. I'm looking at a team. Let's look at the Pacific Division with a with a with a St. Louis native on it, who I think uh, underperformed in the playoffs, but they'll be back. I'm gonna pick the Calgary Flames. Ooh, to win the Calgary. 2023 Stanley Cup. I think they were uh, uh, unfairly. Disadvantaged in the Battle of Alberta, couldn't tell you why, um, but I think they'll they'll win all their SOG battles, which is all that matters. The SOG, um, and I think, uh, yeah, Stanley Cup champs, Calgary. They mm-hmm. have the coolest jerseys in hockey. I think there's, I think the red ones are sick. I I don't know. That's fair. Calgary. All right. Um, 
you know, if I'm going talent-wise, I would go Edmonton, but I think that team is cursed ever since they've traded Wayne Gretzky away. So I think curse-wise, I'm going to move away from them. I'm going to go with the Rangers. I'm going to go with the Rangers because I think they took a big step up this year. I think finally, as a kind of bottom-dwelling team, they've finally taken that talent and put them up to another level and uh, have built a winning hockey team. And I think Shosturkin definitely took a step up this year. And uh, that young that young first line that they have, they have a nickname. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. But they played really good hockey, and I think that you know this this run really put more confidence in them, and I think uh, I think they'll uh, I think they'll uh, win it all. So there you go. So we're going so Calgary and Calgary and New York. Calgary and New York. Yep. Okay. Which I, is, I don't know. You're not a big Kraken guy. You don't want to pick. You're really picking the Islanders to win the Stanley Cup. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Kraken. Kraken could Arizona. <laughs> former future. That team is going to former fold future in like NHL three team. Years. They're playing in a in a in a uh, college practice facility. Yeah. So Arizona State's practice facility. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so great for them. <laughs> that's so we great. We love that for them. The Des Moines Coyotes soon. Sharks maybe. The Sharks. Yeah. Yeah, the Sharks will get it done. 32 and 37, maybe back to 500 next year, chaps. There you go. Let's do it. I think we're finally see uh, Vegas folding, though. What? I know they, they have some injuries, but I think... Because when they started oh, out... Oh, I thought you meant like folding as a franchise. I was like, they just started. <laughs> that doesn't seem <laughs> How'd good. How'd you already run out of money? But uh, yeah, I think we're finally seeing the, the, the fall from grace. Right. Kind of like what happened to... The blues back when they started in like the eighties, seventies, mm. olden times, back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. But yeah, um, so hockey is gone from the oh Toronto. Uh, Toronto's another team talent wise that could win it all, but are just true sadly cursed. Speaking of Toronto, uh Mount Rushmore. It's in uh South Dakota, <laughs> which is not in Toronto, but it's near enough. They're both in the north. Um, I think it would be better if you didn't explain it. Just you're right. Speaking of that, Toronto, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Should we? Sorry, did you have any last hockey thing? No, no. Okay. Uh, so yeah, like Peter said before we went to the break, uh, we wanted to do a little Mount Rushmore because uh, neither of us will be uh, here on on air during Fourth of July. Yeah, Fourth of July. I but... myself won't even be in the U.S. of A. for the Fourth of July. Mm -hmm. So you best believe I will be wearing my. Uh, Tobin Heath U.S. Women's National Team jersey. Yes, uh, when I am abroad to show uh, that we won. Because you're off to you're off to England. I will be in England. I will be in the country for which we celebrate the holiday. For which we gave them the L. Yes, I just yeah we won. Do people celebrate Fourth of July in England? That's what I'm intrigued to find out. <laughs> is is when I wear my USA jersey, what looks will I get? And yeah, and you know, there's there's a there's a fun country pride thing that I guess I get to participate in. Yeah, there you go. But we wanted to do a Mount Rushmore of athletes who we thought most embodied uh, the Fourth of July vibes, whether that be you know fireworks, everyone barbecues, America, and whatnot. Yeah, for all its, for all its, yes, for everything that it is. So um, these are the players that embody the Fourth of July. Yeah. Do you want to do whole Mount Rushmores or go one one for one? I, I wanted to hear your full Mount Rushmore. Okay. I will go first. Uh, yeah. My first Mount Rushmore entry is uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> oh, come Jason Pierre-Paul loves fireworks. <laughs> he loves them so much, uh, he sacrificed his own hand for them. 
That's yes. too easy. He, he blew off his own hand in a Fourth of July fireworks it's, it's experiment. An easy Listen, grabber, but when only you get festive, yeah? sometimes safety goes out the window. Be safe with your fireworks. Be safe. Okay. Don't pull like Jason Pierre-Paul. And I don't feel bad because literally he came back to the NFL and won a Super Bowl. And he's still good. So it's fine. He's fine. It's fine. Was he going to put the... Never mind. Just <laughs> On the, the ring? Next, I remember those jokes. Next person. Next person. Uh, next person. A little bit of an interesting story. I actually didn't know this. This, is a, this was a, an outside shout for me. I'm going for Rick Monday. Now, I had not heard this story until today. But apparently, Rick Monday, uh, who was a baseball player, born in 1945. Wow, he's old. Um... He was playing in the 80s. Let's see. Let me find the... Oh, yes. I think it was during Vietnam. No, it was 76. Yeah. So during... In 1976, two people ran onto the center field of where he was playing and tried to set fire to the American flag. He then, like, put it out. Um, which, it's obviously a fair form of protest. Do you remember think, that clip? You ever seen that clip? I think I have seen the clip. Because he, like, runs with it on fire to, like, a, a bullpen. I don't I think. think it ever catches on fire. Maybe it was just... Sm- yeah, maybe they tried. He, like, he, snags it before they could even... Yeah. Um, do it. And so they 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 honored him in 2008 with a flag flown over Valley Forge in honor of the bicentennial of the flag rescue. So yeah, shout out. Uh, I guess yeah, shout out shout out Rick. Also Rick Monday, what a name. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he uh he grabbed the American flag Fourth of July. He fly the American flag and whatnot. So I had to put him in there. Um. Number three, I went for Damian Lillard. Uh, mm. because he doesn't run from the grind. And obviously, one thing that's big on 4th of July is uh, hot dogs. And so I thought, naturally, hot dog eating contest. I think if Damian Lillard was called upon to be in a hot dog eating contest, he wouldn't run from that grind. Yeah. He has that dog in him. He would beat that Joey hot Chestnut. hot dog in him. Or he would... Oh, oh bars. Well done. Ooh. Well done. Um, so Damian hot Lillard dog. would win. He would beat Joey Chestnut. He would dethrone him. Or at least he would... He would, he, he would Lay it all on the line to try. Yeah. You know, he doesn't run from the grind. So Damian Lillard is my third entry. And then fourth, I went for Carly Lloyd, American hero. Love Carly Lloyd. Um, won a ton for women's soccer. You know, you think of that USA, you think of that USA jersey in that sport. She is one of the first names that pops up. Oh, yeah. So Carly Lloyd, American hero. She's won. Let's see. I'll read her all of her accolades. Um, oh, I don't even think they list them all because she has too many. That's Let's tough. see. I know she's won. Flex. She's won what? Three World Cups, couple Olympics. Um, she is a two-time Olympic gold medalist and two-time FIFA Women's World Cup champion in 2015 and 2019, and won the Player of the Year, which is the best player in the world in FIFA for two years as well. So, boom! American wow. hero. Goat. That's why we're the best at women's soccer. So, shout out. Sad that she's retiring too, and can kick field goals. Almost got a try for the Eagles. You remember that? Yes. Did she kicked the field goal. That's insane. So Carly Lloyd, Damian Lillard, Rick Monday, and Jason Pierre-Paul are my route rush for of Fourth of July vibes. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so mine, I kind of took it as like people who I would want to spend Fourth of oh, July with. Okay. All right. People who I would want barbecuing on the grill and and running around with the sparklers and um, and all that jazz. So my first one is George Kittle. Just because he seems like that fun childish guy who would always try to, you know, try to, to set off the firework a little bit too close. Yep. Always always that, that dangerous. Again, be safe with the fireworks. Exactly. Dangerous guy. Shenanigans. He would get up to some shenanigans. He probably makes a mean, 
He probably makes a mean like burger on the grill too. Exactly. I, I, I'd have to guess. Exactly. So I and also shout out Iowa. So I I had to go with George Kittle. Second one, you know, when you're when you're when you're cheering for the for the Americas against Great Britain, there's only one thing that got them through that war. And that was Big Trust, aka Mark Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> Getting him big through trust. with that big trust. George, George Washington crossed the Delaware and said, Big trust. George, woo, I don't woo. think we can do this. We got that big trust. Big trust. Come and see Mark me. Ingram, yeah. Mark George Ingram, Washington in the flesh. Mark Ingram could have been George Washington's hype man. Oh yeah. No doubt. So Mark Ingram, I think that guy, super fun, super chill. Uh, I think would be super fun to have at, at the at the cookout. Another one, uh, Megan Rapine. Rapine? Rap- Rapino? Rapino, yeah. that's it. Also an, also an American hero. Also an American hero. Uh, just super, super fun. Embodies America and and the domination that we've had uh, against England for the last 200 years, <laughs> 300 years, 250 years, it's called, 300 it's years. It's called soccer. It was a while ago, and it's called beating them at their own sport. Yeah. Hold this L. Uh, and the last one we mentioned a little earlier, but... The the athlete of the day of Fourth of July, Joey Chestnut. Oh, of course, fourteen time Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest champion. Um, and he's gonna go for his fifteenth probably on the Fourth of July, unless I have seen otherwise that he's not. But I have not. So watching Joey Chestnut just consume hot dogs, and me feeling sick. His nickname is Jaws. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, duh. I mean. It's a lot more than just the jaw that you use to eat food. <laughs> but, yeah, Joey Chestnut, the athlete of the day on 4th of July. So, Megan Rapino, Joey Chestnut, Mark Ingram, George Kittle. Great picks. Those are my four. All-around great picks. Yeah. I, I love them. I think we nailed it. I think we did, too. Um, you know, 4th of July is always fun. Get it's always out. fun. I'm just curious what I'm going to do. I, I don't know. Do Do you think, like, you could... <laughs> Do you, how many people do you think go out drinking on on Fourth of July? I don't know. Or like, what do they? Yeah, what do they do? What do they what do? do? What do what do the Brits do? It's like the the thirty for thirty that they made uh, about the Soviet hockey team when they lost yeah. the game and how, what happened there. I'm like living that. I'm seeing what the what the the, the country that what lost. the losers what, do. What no. the country that lost does. I don't know. What if it's just like another day? It must. It surely it must be. Surely they don't like. I'm gonna not, Google how to celebrate. They don't not know the Fourth of the July. The amount of America talks about England. it. They don't not know. Is there Fourth? They Ju- don't. You don't think they know? Oh, here we go. Uh, oh wait, National Day. Do they just like? Do they have Fourth of July sales? I don't know. Do oh, they wait. have hot dog eating contests? Those who choose to participate usually do in a similar fashion. Independence Day in the United States. Feasts, sometimes parties or live events, and fireworks displays are some of the common themes. But they lost. The British flag and its colors are often seen and flown to celebrate the day. But they lost. But they lost, though. Does England celebrate the Queen's birthday? No. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. I'm just kidding. They do. They don't. Um, they, they don't. They're going to have to change it to a different day, though, once once William's in there. Here we go. Ideas for or celebrating Charles. as an American in the UK. Oh, there's a Major League Baseball open house in Hyde Park. Okay. That's that's in London. Yeah. Uh, that you could go to an American restaurant in London. Why would I go to an American restaurant? No. Uh, organize a barbecue. That's easy. Oh, uh, Wimbledon's going on for tennis. There will be Americans there. Oh yeah. Serena, last one. She's in her last one. You and one. Serena could be chilling, just hanging out, eating apple pie, 
drinking Sam Adams, you know, hot dogs, hot dogs, Fire, shooting, off fireworks. shooting off fireworks. There we go. Buying, going across the border and buying fireworks illegally, then coming back. <laughs> yeah, you got to buy them in France because France <laughs> they, celebrates Fourth yeah, of July because they were a part of that dub. Go on the canal. There go on the go. canal. There you go. Nice. Swim the channel. Come back. Set off the fireworks. Facts. All right. I feel like it'd be it'd be so weird though, because like people would be celebrating, and I'm like, but you guys, but we won. We won. All right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, we should wrap it up. All right. Um, stay safe with fireworks. Enjoy the fourth. We'll be back in like two weeks. Two weeks. Because I'll be gone. But Peter set, might do the show by himself. Set your calendars. Wants. Be there. Be square. And be a champion. Because remember, if you're American on Fourth of July, <laughs> we won. You're a champion. <laughs> Sorry, England, that we had to bash on you.